Here we go again. Welcome to The Hydrant, everyone. I'm Jim Cooper. This episode sponsored by Voices and Sound Studios. For all your professional recording needs, touch base with Roman Barry at VoicesAndSound.com. Coming directly from the horseshoe crab capital of the world, get a leg up and get ready for The Hydrant. And now, a man who loves the smell of rental bowling shoes, your host, Jim Cooper. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Hydrant. I'm Jim Cooper. With me this week is Jen Tafoni, and I'm sure most of you realize that she is one of the triad of VO Booth besties. Um, and we'll slowly have them all on here. One of these days, I might have to have all three of you on, which would be... That would be fun. Yeah, for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, we're a little hard to handle. <laughs> so. But I've had Ellie Ray and Deb Monroe at the same time, and I survived that. So I could probably survive you guys. So first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. We finally were able to hook up and do this. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's great to have you. Jen is at uh, voicecognito.com. You And... Is Tifoni Creative Services still a viable force in, in the world? That's what you go by? Not really. Okay. Not really. Um, that was back at the beginning in 2007 when we started um, and put the studio in our house. It was shortly after I left radio, and I still had clients who wanted me on their, their spots. Right. Um, so Tifoni Creative Services was – those clients coming to me, I would write their scripts, I would produce the entire spot and send it out to whatever stations they needed it sent out to. Okay. Um, and so now it's it's pretty much just me. My husband used to do voiceover with me, um, but in the last six or seven years, his work, he travels all over the place. Um, Florida well, next well, week. Let's talk about this a minute because you and I, come from pretty much the the same place is like when I was in radio and first got in radio, there was no place I'd rather be than the production studio. I mean, on air was fine, but the yep. production studio was just way too much fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, it was like between, you know, I didn't get to write many of them, but you know, all the salespeople would write their own copy and give it to me and I got to play in the production studio. So that was, that to me was the most fun of the whole deal. Yeah. But, oh, how, how about that copy that the salespeople would write themselves? <laughs> now, yeah. that, that was creative copy right there. I, creative is one word I'd use. There's <laughs> several other words I'd use in there. But, uh, yeah, there, there, were, there were some rewrites <laughs> that occurred. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I know. I know. Especially with radio. Yeah, it was a lot radio. more fun. It was a lot more fun when I was not on air anymore and just got to focus on those clients. And I had I had a nice variety of clients. So some of them were right. a straight read. Some of them we got to have a lot of fun and create multiple characters for them and right. the sound effects and the yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, there were there were a few clients that that I got to know that we did we did a whole Indiana Jones thing on one of his spots and it was just it was so much fun. And then down the line when I was doing radio part-time, 
I kind of convinced the radio station that they needed to do movie reviews and they sold it. So not only did they pay me to go to the movies, I got to come into the production studio and do all the production work about the movie reviews that they were playing on the air. That was, that was just so much fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So everyone thinks, oh, that's a dream job. And I was like, yeah, it was for about five years. And then I just got tired of it. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, the on-air part was not really my favorite. Uh, well, you know what? It wasn't the on-air part that I didn't like. Um, because there were other stations that I worked at afterward, just, you know, part-time to get right. that red light rush. Um, it was the it was the format of the station. It was top 40. And I I don't do top 40. So I'm probably like the only jock in the world who would not wear headphones in the studio. I would watch the, the CD player count down and hit stuff because I hated the music so much. <laughs> I go back to 45s. Forget the oh, CD yeah. player. Go back to 45s. And, but everything I did was, was top 40. And I was at one station where uh, I was I was doing the production and it was really going well and they came in one day and said oh yeah we're gonna change the format to 1940s big band and I was like see ya I'm out of here it was just like why do you think that's gonna work but yeah yeah so, good but, luck with that my grandmother would have listened to it right so but that station is now long gone so. Anyway, uh, but the other side of that is when I left radio, I did not marry the program director. He wasn't really my type, but, <laughs> but, I, but I see you went down that road with your husband. I did. He was my program director. Um, yeah, uh -oh, I don't know. Uh -oh. He, he left here. the radio There's station. Here. It was a really weird, weird moment. We actually had a very adversarial relationship in the beginning because he's Italian and I'm Irish and we're both Scorpios. And so it was like, you know, we're, we're going to do this my way. Well, no, we're going to do it my way. And just one day, actually shortly before he left the radio station to go do something else, when he left, I got morning show. But before he left, I was, I was six to midnight and I did news for the affiliate station downstairs and I was on my dinner break. I was sitting in the production room and he leaned in the door and he was talking to me and it was like a Charlie Brown's parent moment where all of a sudden I didn't hear a thing he said. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I, I think I like this guy. And that, that was like the craziest thing. And nothing happened for a long time. We hung out, we, we did stuff together, but it was a couple years later that it, you know, the people that he worked with were like, dude, if you're not with a customer, you're on the phone with her. You really just need to like admit that you like each other and, and see where it goes. And so um, we were dating for about two years when I proposed to him.
because he's a planner. And I knew if I waited for him to come up with the right way to propose and the right way and the right time, it was never going to happen. So random Wednesday night, January, icy weather. He came home from work and I was like, hey, and I proposed. And then he spent the rest of the night on the phone with his brother telling him that we were getting married. As a Scorpio, the fact that there are two Scorpios living together in harmony is just an amazing feat to me. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's just, you could get rewards for that because that is just unbelievable because Scorpios <laughs> usually don't get along with each other. Well, I wouldn't say harmony necessarily, but it's a lot of fun. I was taking They've a liberty. I'm sorry. And a lot of good, laughs. Good for you. Good for you. That's too funny. <laughs> Let's talk about the VO Booth Besties. Yes. How did this happen? Okay. It, it's like a bad joke. So uh, a Christian, a Jew, and a Mormon walk into a bar. <laughs> True story. We met at the bar in VO Atlanta. Uh, VO Voice, One Voice. I know what I'm talking about. One. one voice They're conference one. in Dallas. <laughs> um, Jen and I had connected online before Dallas. And so we were looking forward to meeting each other and like actively, you know, we'd exchange phone numbers so we could find each other. And we were waiting to get a table on Thursday night, the night the conference started and it was packed packed because everybody had just come in. Everybody was starving. So we're standing there waiting for a table and this girl walks up to us and starts chatting and we're like, well, hey, you know, we're waiting for a table and if you want to sit with us, we got a table for 12. And she was like, yeah, great. And it was Alicia and that was that was it. We spent the rest of the conference together, went home saying, I don't need an accountability group and then proceeded to talk multiple times a day pretty much every day since then well what was the, what was the spark that all three of you said you know there's something missing here we need to fill when did that realization come we started talking probably one of the first conversations we had after we got home from dallas was that it really kind of annoyed us that almost every workshop we attended was somebody giving like a teaser to sell their thing, their class, their product. And I get it. Like that's, that's totally fine. You've spent all this time developing this course. That's great. But there has to be a better way to just get the information. And so we talked about this repeatedly for months. And finally, Alicia was like, guys, we need to do something with this. And it started, the besties thing came in, I posted something on LinkedIn probably in November and called them my VO booth besties. And it just, it stuck. Right. So by January, we had come up with a whole concept for a podcast and interviews live on Clubhouse and started lining up guests and it's going great. We're having so much fun. It's taken on a life of its own. I mean, it doesn't matter where I go. I was on a um, call with Deb Sperling, who you've had mm -hmm. on Clubhouse, which is where I found out about her, and I ended up taking her course. But I was on a call with her, and we probably talked about, or she probably talked about 
VO booth besties for 15 minutes just saying, uh-huh. you know, this is where you've got to go if you want the information because these three have nailed it. And so it's it's got everybody buzzing. So you guys have, have hit upon a, a big thing. And it's Thank it's you. just, I think it's a legacy kind of thing. Like with, with Ellie and Deb, I was talking to them about yeah. Get Miked. You know, and they really wanted to do something that would be a legacy. And I was like, well, it is, so don't worry about it. And I think this will be the same thing because it's just, it's out there and people are talking about it. Well, thank you. And oh, we love Deb. She was <laughs> like one of our favorite interviews so far. And, I, you know, we're 20 episodes in. But um, I, it's amazing the way it caught on. We never expected. Like we we started the, the clubhouse, like the house. And... We were like, hey, we hit 100 people, and now we're over 800, mm-hmm. and it only started in January. We were like, holy cow, how did this happen? And then we, we moved into a Facebook group, and that, within 24 hours, had like 300 people in it, and we're like, wow, <laughs> people are listening. I don't know if, if people should be listening to us, but <laughs> listen to well, our guests. <laughs> well, well, who would not want to hang with you guys? Because there's so much energy between the three of you and so much positive energy between the, the three of you at a time where there's so much negative energy out there with everybody bitching about this, that and the other thing that it's it's just it's wonderful just to even if you don't participate, just to sit and listen. And, you know, like I said, the guests you've had on have been great and, you know, they've led to other things. So I, I applaud you. It's great stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Stuff. And we ha- we do have fun. We really do. <laughs> well, that's the other thing is, you know, <laughs> you're going to go have fun and laugh at something because it's just, it's just going to be out of control, especially with the other gen involved. You never know what's going to happen. Leave it to Greenfield. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's it's true. It's a thing. That that's a good app. That's a good title for uh, some some sort of podcast or TV show. Leave that's it to what Greenfield. I like you need a youtube channel all your own called leave it to greenfield and just make episodes every time i say oh leave it to greenfield and whatever that thing was just make it a thing it's bad enough she's already been tagged with naked jen who knows what will come out of it after that well now she's magnet jen after magnet jen yeah jmc was um introducing the speakers for this year's one voice and (laughs) he referred to her as the person you can't get away from (laughs) she's everywhere (laughs) and it's true she is is. and you know and that's that's not a bad thing that's 100 percent awesome and that's 100 percent jen so yeah Yeah. she (laughs) she posted you know the wily coyote he ties the big magnet to his his stomach and puts the the roller skates on right yeah That's her. That's her. That's, that's a perfect description of her. So. All right. Let me ask you some of these goofy questions to see where uh, you end up with these, because uh, I'd be kind of curious. Okay. If you were a guy for a day, what is the first thing you would do? Oh, lift really heavy weights. Okay. okay. <laughs> I like to lift and... I don't do it as much as I used to, but back in the day, I was always like really jealous that I couldn't bench press as much <laughs> or deadlift as much. So that's what I would do. I, I would go to the gym and I would, I would lift really heavy things. 
I forget who it was, but someone else said basically the same thing, do something with, with strength and that kind of thing. So, okay, I get it. What is something you're obsessed with? Oh my gosh, it, it, it goes from moment to moment, like totally OCD. So it, it depends on like yesterday I was, it was an unbelievable, like almost 90 degrees here in Pennsylvania. And so I was on a mission to get my stuff ready for my deck. My new carpet came and I was, um, spray painting my flower boxes to match the new carpet because everything has to coordinate. And um, so that was yesterday's obsession. Today's obsession will be completely different because um, we're now looking at how to optimize the SEO for the podcast. And so that's today's obsession. You're a Scorpio. I get it. I, it changes I from day to day. To I understand. I live that. So I understand that completely. What song should play every time you walk into a room? Oh, that's so hard because I love music so much. Um, P.O.D., boom. Are your feet the same size? Yes. Wow. Yes, they are. We get few yeses. We get a lot of no's, but we get very few yeses, so that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. That helps in shoe shopping, too. It does. I have a really short torso, though. So clothing shopping is hard. I get my it. legs are average size. I'm 5'3", but my torso is really short. So, like, buying a one-piece bathing suit is hard. Right. See, I have the opposite problem where my torso is long and my legs, as my wife says, short and stubby. So <laughs> it's like, thank you, dear, for pointing that out. What are you most likely to eat after a stressful day? Potato chips. My favorite potato chips were Gibbles potato chips and like for years and now they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. So I'm on the search for the perfect replacement potato chip. And so far the closest thing I found is um, Goods potato chips in the blue bag, the kettle cooked Mm -hmm. because like Gibbles, they are also fried in lard, right. and it just gives them a better taste. Right. But if you if you really want to make it perfect, you use you you dip it in Philadelphia whipped cream cheese. Hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. No potato chips are my kryptonite. I can sit down with a bag of Cape Cod kettle chips and just yeah lose my mind. So I get it. What breed of dog would you be? Bernie's Mountain Dog. I love the tricolor and the eyebrows and their mm. size and their personality. They're cool dogs. There's no question they about are. it. They're cool dogs. I, love I don't them. have space for one, so I don't I don't have one. <laughs> but I, I do have two other monster dogs. That's what I love when I go like into the city and see people walking a Great Dane. I'm like, you live in the city, dude. What? Right. <laughs> The dog lives in your studio apartment. Where do you live? Exactly. It's just like, I don't get it. Okay, so we we got close to this one before, but let's localize it a little bit. What Looney Tunes character best represents you? I would say probably Bugs Bunny. The sarcasm and the... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Bugs. That works. The attitude. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What's your favorite curse word? Crap and a half. <laughs> I thought I was the only one that said that. No. No, oh, I'm, I, wow. I say crap and a half all the time. So do I. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a curse, but it's my, my exclamation. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, it's perfect because you can use it all the time for anything. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> if you were an ice cream flavor, what would you be? Hmm. I'm not a huge ice cream fan, so that's kind of hard. Um, our local ice cream shop has a coffee-flavored ice cream with dark chocolate chunks in it. So, yeah, probably that. I forget what it's called. It's like espresso explosion or something. It doesn't matter what it's called. Just give it to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dark chocolate. The more dark, the more bitter, the better. Better. Yep. Absolutely. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Winona Ryder. That's interesting. We haven't had her before. That's good. I like that one. That would work. Yeah. Okay, my kids, uh, we watched um, we watched Stranger Things together, right? And my kids were like, "Oh my god, you look like Joyce! Like you have the same hair! Like I had it first. <laughs> I had hair before Stranger Things came out. They copied me, right? But yeah, I love her. Let's go into the either or section. Well, I'll give you two things. You tell me what your preference is. Okay. Bananas or watermelon? Bananas, green ish bananas so you don't like the ripe ones the soft no and i don't like bananas in food like banana baked goods banana bread Mm -mm. library or museum museum dark chocolate or red wine together both (laughs) do i have to pick one because they're perfect together that is the same answer everyone gives so pick one. Well, I mean, it's just pair. to make it difficult, like, pick one. Um, if you right, had a glass of wine and a plate of dark chocolate, where would you go first? The wine. Okay. But I'm really, really picky and snobby about my wine. That's fine. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Like, don't come at me with Woodbridge. <laughs> <laughs> so if I buy a bottle of, like, Boone's Farm, it's not going to go over, is it? No, then I'm going for the chocolate. <laughs> I don't blame you. I think everyone <laughs> would go for the chocolate at that point. <laughs> Amusement park or day at the beach? Beach all day long. Don't really care for the rides and the noise and the nope. Put me on a beach. Reese's cup or Skittles? Oh, Reese's. Loud or nosy neighbors? Nosy. Nosy, I dealt with a drummer attached to my house for several years, and it's really hard to get work done. You can be as nosy as you want, and I can still work. Salad dressing on the side or on top? Side. Live theater or movies? Live theater. Movies, I if I'm watching it at home, I fall asleep. <laughs> I have to watch the end twice, inevitably. That's, that's why my wife and I stopped going to movies, because she just sleeps through them. And it's just like, why am I paying $10 for a ticket? You can take a nap at home. So it's just like... Well, I mean, the theater, I don't I don't fall asleep in the theater so much. I enjoy that. 
and you know it's it's like loud and it's it's the whole experience i just don't get to a theater very often and right. we have a roxy in town it's there's a price increase this year it went from three to four dollars a ticket but like i can take my family and spend thirty dollars including snacks it's awesome right right which is tough to do anymore which superpower would you rather have? The ability to move objects telekinetically or the ability to shift your shape? Oh, shift my shape. <laughs> That's easy. I'm going to have to change that question because everyone says the same things. Like, this is no contest here. So, okay. Yeah, that would be, that would just be fun. Would you rather give up your cell phone for a month or bathing for a month? Cell phone. Cell phone, I need to shower. Thank you. <laughs> Would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? Mm, never have to stand in line again. I hate standing in line. Would you rather go skydiving in a rainstorm or climb the antenna at the top of the Empire State Building on a windy day? I would do neither of those things, but I would... <laughs> probably as any sane person would not do it yeah um skydive on a rainy day in fact that that was my one and only skydiving experience is that a group of people that i worked with at the aforementioned top 40 radio station all decided that we were going to go skydiving one day and so we made the reservations and we went but it was too cloudy and they canceled it so i've i've never actually done it would you rather have a car horn that plays YMCA or own a car with your favorite cartoon character painted on the side? As a Dukes of Hazard fan, I'm going to go with the horn. Would you rather have to eat only liver for the rest of your life or be forced to watch an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians every day for the rest of your life? Oh, liver. I would rather Amazing eat liver how many people go the liver route. At least it's protein. Iron. <laughs> the, the alternative is just torture. Yeah. Would you rather be able to breathe underwater or fly? Fly. Would you rather have whatever you are thinking appear above your head in a bubble for everyone to read or have <laughs> absolutely everything you do be live streamed for everyone to watch? live stream would be better because I can manipulate that. I can control that. I guarantee you 90% of the things that I think and don't say out loud, it's for a reason. Uh-huh. Because okay. <laughs> if I'm just mumbling to myself, like I, I am that person who walks around the grocery store talking out loud to myself. So... I'm, that might be a Scorpio thing because I do the same thing. I'll, I'll walk around to any store and just kind of mumbling to myself. And I've had people come up to me and say, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just, <laughs> just figuring things out. That's okay. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> Someone came up to you and say, okay, how do I get into this voiceover business? What, you know, I hear all about this. What's, what's, what's the first thing I should do? What would you tell them? To not to <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Jim Siebert said that it's like pick another business. No, um, I think you really have to do your research and understand what it is you're getting into. And if you're not, if you don't have a hard shell, 
this business is not for you because the successes are just so percentage wise, so much less than the work that you put into it and the work that you put out there. Um, you've got to be thick skinned. And I, I pretty much send everybody to Bridget Reels old mm. blog post about, and cause that, that summarizes all of it. She just says it all so eloquently and so, so well that seriously, that is where I send people. Yeah. But as, as far as the thick skin, like I, I really don't care so much about <laughs> whether people like me or not or what their opinion is. So, you know, I don't take it personally when I'm not hired for a project. Like, okay, I wasn't the right one for you. That's fine. Yeah. And, and that aspect of it doesn't bother me. Because I, I think, you know, it's it's like someone buying a suit or a dress. They're going to pick one off the rack, and that's the one they wanted for that day. It doesn't mean all the other stuff on there is bad. It's just that's the one they wanted for that day. The aspect that really pulls me back and bums me out is I can get so overwhelmed with social media. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, and it doesn't have to be this industry because all you're seeing is best of. You know, you're not right. seeing the worst of, you're seeing the best of, and you start thinking, oh God, everyone's working except for me. And it's just like that, that mental gymnastic starts playing and it's like, but fortunately there are so many good people in this industry. I can pick up the phone and call anybody yeah. and they'll just say, knock it off, get off the ledge and get back to work. And I was like, fine, thank you. I'm, I'll go back. Yeah. I think yeah. probably what bothers me more is if I audition for a project and then I hear it or see it. And the person that was hired was so far off the specs. I just, I mean, it didn't have to be me, but I sit there and go, what? Like, that's the hard part of the industry for me. Which is what makes Deb Sperling's wisdom so valuable is that, you know, you do this for the audition and then you do this for the job and they're not necessarily the same thing at all. And then her claim to fame, of course, is that I don't even look at the specs. I just go in and do it. Yeah. And it's like, wow. But I get it. I've done that before where I've pulled up like audiobooks and stuff that have been given to other people. And I'm like, wow, that's 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 really awful. This <laughs> is just terrible. <laughs> so it's like I get that. I get that. But that's the kind of things we torture ourselves with when we do things yeah. like that rather than just moving on. So thanks for doing this. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, this was it, was, fun. it was fun. I've been looking forward to this for a while. If you want to know more about Jen, you can go to voicecognito.com or just Google VO Booth Besties. You'll get pages and pages of stuff to come back and you can just go in and look at that. Please take advantage of that because these three are just so much fun and there's so much wisdom and good stuff going there and especially if you're having a rough time these guys will lighten it up for you and it's it's good information and good people so please go see that oh my pleasure my pleasure thanks for watching and listening and we'll see you again next time on the hydrants hey thanks for hanging out with us on the hydrant the hydrant announcer is allison Steele. For outstanding VO coaching and voice acting services, visit Allison at allisonsteel.com. That's Allison with a Y and Steel with no E at the end. 
Shoot me an email with any comments, questions, worthwhile recipes at bigdog at jimcoopervo.com. This episode copyright 2023 by Jim Cooper VO and Nat Lancor Audio, which is solely responsible for its content. No reproduction by writing, recording, reposting, smoke signals, AI voice loading, Morse code, or any other electronic or manual recording method known to man is allowed without prior written consent. Come back and play with us next week as the steady stream of outstanding guests continue at the Hydrant.